Hello, beloved child of God. Welcome to the Daily Smith to Girls World Devotional Podcast. My name is Victoria Iyak. I'm your host for this podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. And without further ado, let us start with prayer. For the Lord God Almighty, you are our Father. You are so good. You are so merciful. We thank you because you want what is best for us. So right now, Lord, as we are listening to your teachings, Lord, Holy Spirit, direct this whole session that what we listen to may be what you want us to hear and that it may bear fruit in our lives. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. The title of today's teaching is Satan Cannot Be Made Holy. Satan cannot be made holy. We're going to read First John chapter 3. We will read from verse 1 to verse 17. First John chapter 3 from verse 1 up to verse 17. We are reading as usual from the New King James Version. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. Therefore the world does not know us, because it did not know Him. Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when He is revealed, He shall be. We shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is, and everyone who has this hope in Him purifies himself just as He is pure. Whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness, and you know that he was manifested to take away our sins, and in him there is no sin. Whoever abides in him does not sin. Whoever sins has neither seen him nor known him. Little children, let no one deceive let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous, just as his righteousness just as he is righteous. He who sins is of the devil. He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whoever has been born of God does not sin, for his seed remains in him, and he cannot sin because he has been born of God. In this the children of God and the children of the devil are manifest. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is he who does not love his brother. For this is the message that you heard from the beginning, that we should love one another, not as Cain, who was of the wicked one and murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? Because his works were evil and his brothers righteous. Do not marvel, my brethren, if the world hates you. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love the brethren. He who does not love his brother abides in death. Whoever hates his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. But by this we know love, because he laid down his life for us, and we also are to lay down our lives for the brethren. But whoever has this world's goods, and sees his brother in need, and shuts up his heart from him, how does the love of God abide in him? This is the word of the Lord, and his be to God. Our key verse for today is verse 8. And let us go back to verse 8. He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. So today we are talking about sin. And the title of our teaching is Satan Cannot Be Made Holy. There is no such thing as purifying the impure. Evil things never get purer. But more vile, all impurity, all evil must be cast out. You can never ever purify the impure. You know the saying that two wrongs do not make one right? Let's take an example. Um, two people who have sex out of wedlock. 
and then the girl gets pregnant. That is one impure thing. And then she thinks, let's say, for example, the girl is from a Christian family, and I made a video on that, on that, something like five reasons why you might consider abortion, the video is on YouTube. In case you are considering abortion, you can check it. My name is Victoria Eok, even on YouTube, you can check the video. I think it will edify you. But um, yeah, let's take this example. The girl now gets pregnant and she did, she committed one sin. But now she wants to hide the sin, for example, because her family is a Christian family. She professes to be a Christian. And let's even say, for example, that she is a Christian. She made, she's a Christian. She, she gave her life to Jesus. She was really like intending to live a life which would glorify God. But she made a mistake. She made, she, she went into sin. She disobeyed God and then she got pregnant. Now she wants to hide the sin. This is already one wrong. Then she wants to hide her sin by aborting. If she aborts, this is a second evil deed, right? So evil things never get pure, but more vile. You, it starts with one evil action, then it brings another one. After the abortion, it will be life telling after the lives. Imagine that she's not able to have children afterwards. What will she tell to her future husband then? She will try to lie, she will try to hide, she will die to stuff to do this and that and then one lie brings another lie and one sin brings another sin and so on and so forth a little compromise will bring a bigger compromise in the long term so you can never ever purify the impure um all impurity and evil has to be cast out because some people think that they can counsel it out but you can never make satan holy he will be hellish and fiendish forever and when the brightness of God comes, the devil will be glad to get in the pit and stay there forever and ever. Uh, that's the quote that I get from the devotional here. So you cannot make sin holy, just as you cannot make Satan holy. No matter how, no matter if your church approves, for example, of you living in sexual immorality, you living in homosexuality, you living in whatever sin, even if your church approves of it and says it is authorized, you cannot purify sin, you cannot make sin holy, you cannot make the devil holy, you cannot change the standard of God, the standard remains the standard, whether you accept it to be the standard or not, it's as if you say you do not believe in God, whether you believe in God or not, it doesn't change the fact that he exists, so whether you accept his standard or not, doesn't change the fact that it is his standard, so you will never purify sin on your own. The carnal mind is absolutely not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can it be. And carnal, being carnally minded is enmity against God. You can see what I just said, like the carnal mind is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. This is in Romans chapter 8 verse 7. The carnal mind has to be destroyed. Carnality has to be destroyed. Evil propensities have to be rooted out. You do not counsel these things out and play with it and tamper with it. Some people, they have homosexual desires or, for example, adulterous desires. You're married to someone and then you start like having a crush on your co-worker and stuff and then instead of casting that thing out instead of fighting it out you go, you try to counsel it out you try to play psychology on it you try to pamper it and then it grows and it grows and it grows and it grows and before you notice it you've cheated on your wife or you've cheated on your husband or you, you're pursuing homosexual desires or pornographic desires or incest or whatever else you are pursuing it you've aborted you've done this and that because you let one evil desire bring another one and another one and another one. And what started as a baby demon became a big demon, a father demon or daddy demon. You see, it started like something that you thought was small and then it grew into something so huge and you have no control over it anymore. Now, what is the solution to that? The truth is, the solution to that is Jesus Christ. Because as we read in the opening verse, Jesus came 
to destroy the works of the devil. So Jesus came to take away the sinful nature from you. He came to set you free. What do we mean by here? We mean that when you came to Christ, when you surrendered your life to him, he gave you a new he gave you a new nature. He transformed your spirit into his image and you became a new man. Your spirit is pure, incorruptible, made in the image of Jesus. That is the new man. Now your soul may still have the habits of the old man. Your flesh is your, the flesh is not saved. The flesh does not get into heaven. The flesh is to be disciplined. It's the flesh and the soul. The soul here, the carnal mind. The flesh, the, like walking according to your senses. You have to discipline all that through your spirit, through the word of God, through the Holy Spirit. You have to discipline all that to obey the scriptures to obey the word of God. There's so many Christians who are still carnally minded. And how does that happen? It happens because uh, you failed at a certain level. You failed to practice mind renewal. You failed to discipline your soul, to discipline your, your body. And we are called to do that. You see the verse. Wait, that verse is very interesting. Verse verse 3. This is First John chapter 3. Everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he's pure. So the verse talks about you yourself doing your own effort to purify yourself. And I'm not talking about cleansing yourself because Jesus has already cleansed your spirit. When we're talking about you yourself doing your effort to purify yourself, we're talking about you disciplining your flesh, you disciplining your, your, your soul and being transformed by the renewal of your mind, you fighting it. And how do you fight it? The truth is, so long as you are not holy, and by holy I mean W-H-O-L-L-Y, so long as you are not completely sanctified, the devil has a chance to walk upon you. Because as the verses say, uh, when you're tempted, it's from your own sinful desires. It means that there's still something in you. The, the devil still has something in you that he knows that this thing, if I pull on this string, this person is going to go for it. For example, let me explain. In Like in previous churches, like many, many years ago, they didn't just have the altar call like to come and give your life to Jesus. They had more than that. You go at the altar to surrender your life to Christ, but you also go at the altar for sanctification. So you would go at the altar. If you knew that there was still an evil desire in you, you know, you would go at that altar and you would pray and pray till that thing goes and goes once and for all. So if you knew, for example, that you had a homosexual desire in your heart, you would go at the altar. If you had to cry, you would cry. If you had to pray and kneel down for us, you would pray. You would stay Stay there at the altar till you know that this thing is gone once and for all. So it's a battle in your in your it's your it's the battle thanks to the Holy Spirit and to the Word of God, which empowers your soul and your flesh to live free from that thing once and for all. And many Christians do not do sanctification nowadays because many churches do not teach sanctification. Many churches do not know the power of God in the sense of setting you free from sin. So they'll tell you that you can do it as many times as you want because you can control yourself. That's what they tell you. Why the Bible says that self-control is one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. So they do not empower you to be free. And some of those churches have experimented it. So I know it. Some will tell you that God wants you to experience this that it's God who's trying to teach you something or that you're going to experience this all your life which is not what God said he said that he came to set you free from sin and he said that the one who is born of God does not sin so he expects he has a certain standard the fact that you choose to ignore the standard does not change the standard so the thing is when we 
set our minds on what he wants us to do and that we believe him for it, he empowers us. When you go to God and say, God, there's, this, there's, there's still this desire, this thing has not gone, I need your help, and that you trust him and that you believe in him and that you choose sanctification, you do not counsel this thing out. There's so many people who go for counseling, for pornography, for, for alcohol addiction, for smoking addiction for years and years they restrain themselves but they still have this desire you know that thing is still there they know that if you just leave them in a room with that thing they're gonna fall but when you have gone through that sanctification process when you have killed that thing when you've died to that thing when you have cast it out and you have destroyed it from you even if it is in front of you and even if they try to to advise you or even to force you to take, you're not gonna feel like taking it. It's like people who, it's like people who don't smoke, for example, and who are really not interested in smoking. No matter how many cigarettes you're gonna put in front of them, even if you offer them money or stuff, they're gonna be like, what is this? I'm not interested in it. Because the it is not in them. As Jesus said, the prince of the world is coming and he has nothing in me. That's the objective. You want to kill that thing. You want to die to that thing. You want to cast out that thing. So that when the devil even tempts you with that, you're like, what? Like, seriously? You're going to have to find better than that because this does not have any impact on me because it does not touch you. Because you you are insensitive to that. You, you do not feel it. You're not enticed by it because it's not even in you. You understand what I'm trying to say? So we need that sanctification. We have to seek that sanctification because it is through that entire sanctification that we can be free. It is the place of holiness, the place of entire sanctification, the place where God reigns on the throne of the heart. It is the place where the mind is so concentrated in the power of God that the person thinks about the things that are pure and lives in holy ascendancy. The spirit can sanctify your spirit until you will never vault yourself and we never say, but I, 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 but it will be Christ, 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 and Christ will be glorified. So this is a paragraph that I just read from the Smith Goswad devotional. In conclusion, in conclusion, I'll end with this quote by Smith Goswad. Holiness is power, sin is defeat. Sin is weakness, but holiness is strength. Holiness is power, sin is defeat. Sin is weakness, but holiness is strength. Let us pray. Father God Almighty, we thank you for showing us that you want us to walk in holiness, that you want us to be sanctified, that you want us to be pure and holy, and that you empowered us to do so through your Holy Spirit and through your word. So right now, Lord, we refuse to look at what the world says, but we choose to look at what you say, and we say that because God said it's possible, it means it's possible. So we trust in you for this. In Jesus' name, amen. So thank you so much for joining us today and for listening from start to finish. Thank you for listening from the beginning to the end of this podcast episode. We, you know, we have one new podcast episode every single day by the grace of the Lord. So make sure to subscribe and tune in tomorrow by God's grace to listen to the next podcast episode. If you have prayer requests or questions or anything you need to discuss concerning the Bible or this podcast episode or any other podcast episode or the Smith Figures World Devotional in general or the Bible in general or any sin uh, which you are addicted to for which you need deliverance or healing if you need prayer for sickness and disease if you need healing even in terms of your finances if you need prayer you can always contact me on Instagram Victoria you can contact me on Instagram with your prayer requests with your questions with your like anything that you need which is concerning the Bible by the grace of God and the power of the Holy Spirit women as well I'm expecting to hear from you soon and God bless you bye bye